Hi, everybody. This is Jeremy from In Bed by Nine. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred, your preferred platform. Um, second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all, not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks that might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still, and even in the digital age. On to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another In Bed by Nine with Jeremy and Alex. We appreciate you all for walking in, turning it on, and listening to us chit-chat for a little while. Jeremy, how was your week, if you want to say hi? Oh, hey. Um, everything was a pretty good weekend. Just uh, busy uh, stuff, you know, the usual stuff with the kids and uh, just trying to catch up on on everything. I'm just on everything game-wise that, that you don't get a chance to. Um, playing some mobile games was my main focus. Uh, Call of Duty and uh, Marvel Contest Champions. So spent a lot of time doing that. How about yourself? Uh, I gotta say it's, a, it's always a win when I can finally get back to my streaming schedule. Like I said last week, you know, I'm finally getting back into the groove of things. So keeping that groove going, which is always nice and um, got some cool lights to work in my stream. So now things kind of multiple, you know, updating here or there, adding more, having fun with it all. Uh, it's all good. Actually, today, little dude, my uh, my oldest decided he wanted to stream because he always acts like he's streaming. But he's like, he's like, no, dad. Let's go live. I'm like, oh, okay, we could we, we could do that if you want. So uh, we had a little impromptu stream today for a couple of for a couple hours where the the, the baby was asleep, and he uh, he streamed and played uh, 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 Hot Wheels Unlimited, you know, ran around with that. So that was pretty fun. I wish I would have known. So I, wish I would have known. So I could have come in as like the compliment troll or something like that. So. <laughs> That's all good. He was just having fun. He likes to press the buttons and stuff like that. So occasionally. <laughs> He just really wanted to go live. I'm like, all right, we can do it. It's fine. I can do cool. stuff. So that's pretty much it. Season started awesome. with my esport team. They started, they knocked my socks off. If you can, you know, Jeremy, go, you know, one uh Thursday evening, you gotta come check it out. Or and yeah. anyone listening, um, I gave them a, the stream key to uh the Twitch channel. You know, we stream on Twitch every Thursday nights for their games, and uh they created a four-hour content field process of videos and data and clips and all this stuff i'm like you guys need more homework um (laughs) because this is insane um but yeah they they went off all full tilt on it and just they're like i said they we've only been doing this for a couple months and you know they're gonna affiliate in the next couple weeks and i gotta now they really want to do that and i'm like well I got to figure out the legalities behind this before, you know, affiliate a school onto a Twitch channel. So we can figure this out. Um, but they want to do all like, they really want to get into it. So they can manage the money and they actually run a bunch of stuff. Huh. Yeah. They, yeah. That's going to cause you a little, uh, you're going to learn some stuff whether you want to or not. But hey. oh, it's cool. They went with it. I'm so proud awesome. of them. So uh, they'll be awesome. there next week. So I'm happy. So 
Awesome. So, all right. Well, today's guest we have, um, he is a streamer. Um, done more than just streaming, done uh, YouTube videos as well. Um, Hollywood Shono. So, uh, welcome to uh, In Bed by Nine, sir. How are you today? What is up, everybody? I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. So, um, and just you want to throw out here to the listeners? Uh, I'm going to give this over to Jeremy because Jeremy knows Hollywood way more than I do. And, uh, you know, I know there's a, there's a strong connection between you two. And I think that would be valid oh, to yes. make the awkwardness come out because, uh, well over 10 Jeremy. years. <laughs> wow. Well over 10 years. Jeez, incredible. With our 10, our 10 years. No. So, uh, all right. Well, um, he's the one that gets my Coke. We play some of the same mobile games together. Yep. But we actually knew each other from work. Yeah. And that's kind of how we got to start. But my journey started around 2013. That's when I started doing all the gaming and stuff. So just online or just in just just in uh just gaming in general. It started with YouTube. I, I've been gaming since I was a kid, but as far as like the YouTube thing goes, mm-hmm. I started in 2013. Elgato is the best thing in the world. <laughs> What did you um so uh let the listeners know what you uh started uh you know getting into with uh when you were doing videos and stuff on YouTube? Just what well, game? to give everybody a little bit of a history rundown, the person that got me inspired to actually start streaming was a guy named Minnesota Burns. He used to do a bunch of Call of Duty content. And he used to do like a bunch of troll videos, and he was actually able to make a living off that. I'm like, hmm. If I try hard enough, I can do it too because I got a lot of spare time. I don't have any kids. I don't have any responsibilities other than my girlfriend every other weekend. So <laughs> I started with that, a little bit of clips here and there. But the first game that I actually started playing was Simpsons Tapped Out back in 2012. And when I got an iPod, which is actually the first thing I recorded videos from, it was nice. And then Injustice came out in April 2013, and that's where I really started making the money. Yeah. You and would... It started off small. It started off as pennies, then it came into dollars. And my highest month in early 2015, I made $2,090 in one month just off Injustice videos. And that's so... just on YouTube in general, though, right? Yeah, I didn't All start right. streaming until like 2014, 2015. Because you actually, at one point, you kind of burned out from from playing Injustice when they just really didn't start putting, like, content or, like, they got lazy, I guess, would be a good way to put it. Well, part of the thing, too, is you always have to keep an open mind when you're playing a game. Unless it's a game like Grand Theft Auto, Minecraft, Skyrim, or any game that has been established for years, you have to be in a game that is actually updated and supported. That's the number one thing. But if you have a good follower fan base, you can entice said followers to play along with you. So it's nice to have a community alongside you. And one of the most important things, whether you're doing content on YouTube or content on Twitch, acknowledge people. That's the number one thing. Go back and reply to comments, reply to other people's comments on your replies. The number one thing you can do. Also, social media is super important. If you post a video, let them know on Twitch. Let them know on YouTube. Now let them know on Discord. That wasn't a thing until recently. Even Instagram. If you have like a clip of, you know, something that you're making content from, post a thumbnail. Let, them, let the viewers know you got a video coming. Yeah. Images, yeah. 
always do way better than just generic links. So always try to be creative. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point. Um, getting it out onto multiple uh, platforms and then, like you said, I would stick with one though to start. Yeah, if no, you're gonna I... be a content creator, either make videos on YouTube or stream on Twitch. If you do both, you're gonna fail on one of them real quick. Now, if you have a lot of time in the day, you could make content on YouTube. And then if you have grinding like challenges or whatnot, you can then stream on Twitch. But it's really hard to have a balance of both. I got extremely lucky that I was able to do that. Well, and you it really takes dedication. And you went from YouTube to more Twitch based. Yes. As your you know, your career and your arcs kind of you know progressed. Twitch is way easier because you don't have to do any editing. (laughs) The biggest part of YouTube is you have to know how to edit and you have to know how to be different. Because if there's thousands of people putting out Call of Duty videos, why should they watch yours? Why should they come to your channel and watch your stuff? It ain't because we're middle-aged and talented. We have to have a skill. We have to have something that stands out. Whether it be training children to play games or just randomly trolling people we have to have a niche we have to have a reason why we're doing this otherwise why are we doing this because you're not going to get noticed if you don't stand out well i thought even my like my unique ability to die in the early call of duties would have been something a good calling card but then i realized i wasn't even good at being bad you know so yeah i mean that just goes to your point you know you gotta have it's a good point and if you're bad and suck at it, make it entertaining. Be like, this kid sucks. He shouldn't be doing any of that. You know, just something to get the viewers engaged or have something like a talking point. Yeah. Because the more people have to talk about, the more people are going to tune into the next one. And obviously, the most important thing for any content, be consistent. If you can't do seven days a week, two is a good stable amount right away, or even once a week, just as long as it's on a stable day so they know, oh, in Bed by Nine has a podcast on Mondays, airing on Wednesdays, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. If, you know, consistency is always key. If you can branch out around that, you got to have some sort of consistency, whether it's YouTube, Twitch, or any other platform. Yeah, I got to say, I'm, I'm with you on that because I do try to, um, I, you know, stream on Twitch and I'm one day a week because that's the only time I can afford on my life because I have kids and career supposedly um then you know i did try to do some of the youtube stuff because i wanted to play with the editing and you know youtube for me is not taking off as what it is because you know i don't put my effort into it and i agree to that but it was more along the lines of a a project board i'm kind of playing with and seeing where it lands um have but, you thought about maybe doing a clip or two a week from your twitch streams yeah i do that i just haven't had time to, to edit as much during the school yeah, year my the, during the school year, the editing part, my day is pretty much either uh, I have time, I can do a couple edits and put some stuff out there, or I have absolutely nothing available and I can't breathe. Because um, even like Jeremy was texting sending messages, hey, I got some stuff about this and this. I'm like, dude, I got, I got no mental capacity to think about this today. I got like four fires I'm putting out and uh, I'll get back to you maybe yeah, tomorrow. You have to be yeah. able to do what you can handle for yeah. sure. Because if you're so, not all in, there's no reason to be in. Yeah, so it's one of those things where it's you know it's a it's a fun place to be and a fun place for me to poke around. Um, so and that's where streaming is nice because you don't have to worry about editing. Correct. And you were talking about being on a path to affiliate, and all I can say is, 
good luck to that and keep the grind going because you'll get it really oh easily. i got my 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 if i'm affiliated my personal channel is affiliated i've been that way for a while um so i've been having fun with that mike i also coach an esport league for my high school team our high school team um and they started doing the affiliate and they we pull in or they pull in not we they pull in like 20 plus viewers every stream and the only thing that are missing is the uh followers right now and then on top of that just a couple more days of streaming a month we'll get it so once the league season started up they'll hit it by the next by by so what do you what are you guys streaming uh they do rocket league popular game yeah and very they, easy to make content for too oh and they especially if you have highlight matches oh they're they're just doing a bunch of stuff with it they're having fun with it um but yeah, no, they uh, it's esports. They're playing high school esports leagues, and they do rocket league. And you know, we have a really good team. We have a really not so great team. We have a new team that's figuring itself out. Um, our captain and our announcers talk about how each team is practicing and what they're doing and how they're interacting. So it's it's kind of a nice. Uh, it went from just here's a couple sports games to here's the game. Here's them talking about the game the insights between behind every team and then they're doing interviews with each one of the players, which is f- fabulous. So what yeah, they've started to create is amazing. So kind of to tie in what you're saying, you know, go all in on something, go for it, enjoy it. And then, you know, find that niche. And they're just, like I said, we're, we're pulling more views than I've seen in a while. So, And that's the important thing. I think that's more important than followers because the viewers are what's going to get you noticed. Yeah. I mean, they only have, I think they're only on channels like 15 to 25 followers, but, you know, the viewership is there and they're talking and having fun, so. That's what matters in the long run. I mean, I have 10,000 followers, but followers don't matter if they don't come to your stream. So that's why I always go by the metrics. Followers are not as important as people think. Subscribers on YouTube aren't as important as you think, because if they just subscribe and they're not watching videos, it means nothing. I know it's a bad way of saying it, but concurrent viewers are definitely key, as is consistency. Which is that tie into the comment you made about community. And a lot of the super, super big channels have edited <coughs> as well. So they can pull like clips, they can pull, just have people just do the work for you. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a hard thing because then you're taking a piece of the pie out, but it lowers the workload on everybody. Or just be like me and have a bunch of high school kids do it for you. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Hey, it's whatever works, man. That's how exactly. I look at it. So. And it's just... them experience, and they can have fun, and they can use the clips on their own channel too. Yep. So, so what are you currently? What are you currently doing on Twitch right now? Me currently, I'm waiting for Elden Ring WW2K22 to come out. I've been playing Lost Ark a little bit. I've been playing Marvel Contest of Champions WW Mayhem. I used to play Injustice 1 and 2, but just burned out from those games. And part of the problem when you're building a community is when you're switching games, that could be the hardest thing to rebound from because people subscribe to you for a certain game. So if you change up the game, it's really hard. But a game like Rocket League is so popular, it's not going anywhere. Oh, no. You'll always get people for that game. Yeah. I'm not worried. My my kids are going to be fine. They're going to have a good time. What have been your something? Would have been some of your struggles with with that with the changing you know changing of the game, like I know personally I've 
I know some of the, you know, the comments and stuff you've had, you know, people want you to always play into justice. The biggest problem is people need to open their mind. You know, it's not about, hey, one genre. It's about enjoying what the content creator does. And if somebody is actually loyal to you, they'll watch whatever you put out. It doesn't matter. It could be Call of Duty. It could be Minecraft. It could be Fairy Tale Island. If they know you're entertaining and have fun, they'll follow you. But the good thing is if you have, you know, family members that are capable of streaming, that is a way to branch out for extra content. Because I'm going to be honest, I stream probably 350 days a year. And that's how dedicated I am. And that's how I was able to grow my followers. Because I stream a lot. Everything I play, I pretty much stream. And part of me needs to get out of that habit because I need to make videos as well. Because the one thing about Twitch and YouTube, two different audiences. What might be on Twitch might not be on YouTube. Or it's easier for some people to be on YouTube than Twitch. That's why it's good to have a platform on both. Or just stick to whatever you think is going to be most beneficial for your career. Do you think then with way you're way you're moving though do you think it'd be beneficial for you to jump fully into youtube into youtube gaming and do that streaming through that platform and be able to kind of house it all in one location over then twitch and there well there are third-party programs you can actually stream on both Mm -hmm. problem is you dilute the viewers from doing that if you can migrate them all on the one platform that would be the way to go but yes if you feel that you're pulling in 80 to 200 viewers on YouTube and you're getting like 15 to 20 on Twitch, then yeah, it makes sense to go on YouTube. Because when Injustice 2 was a big deal back in 2017, the mobile game, every time an update would come out, I'd probably stream part of the update and get 200 viewers easily on on YouTube and maybe like 30 to 40 on Twitch. So you do that? You split your platform then? Yes. Okay. I was mostly on YouTube at one point, but yes, you can do both and you can do both successfully. It's just how much can you devote to one or another? Obviously, if you're inconsistent, nobody's going to want to watch you. So are you you migrating primarily onto YouTube now or are you just... No, I started on YouTube and I've been doing Twitch because I don't have to edit anything. Okay, gotcha. It's just way easier to turn the camera on and stream than it is to find highlights from a a thing, mostly because I do all my own editing. So I have to find a highlight from, let's say, Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Soul Calibur, or any fighting game I play with Vince or even Smash. I have to pull up the clip on Twitch and edit it. Whereas I don't have somebody to actually do the work for me or else it'd be super easy to say, hey, go find five clips in the stream and go play. You need to get Vince to do that. That might be an idea. Well, he does do some highlight clips too, but he doesn't do it for my channel. If that's something he wants to do in the future, I would be all for it. I'd even give him a cover. Might have to, might have to take a bat over there next time and convince him that's what he wants to do. No, just kidding. I don't think he'd be the one though, because you need somebody that actually has the time to devote to it. And he's got a full-time job. He's got a yeah. That's not something he should be doing. Yeah. Whereas somebody that doesn't have a job would be a perfect fit for editing content or being able to pull clips and put them on YouTube. Or even if they just find the clips and I throw them on YouTube myself, I could even do that. But yeah, problem is taking the time and finding the clips. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, shoot. 
Well, I could say is Rocket League is a great game to get into, and it's yeah. definitely one you can grow an audience from probably way faster than what I'm doing. Especially yeah. because it's a more established game, so all the fly-by-night streamers that are like really popular that switch games every couple of weeks and monopolize the viewers, they're not going to do that for Rocket League. Mm. <laughs> so you have an advantage there. Or even Skyrim, for that example. Until Elder Scrolls Six comes out, that's another one that would gain viewers. Grand Theft Auto, there's a huge market on that. But you know, a lot of it is word of mouth. Also, one thing that probably would help a lot too is collabing with people, kind of like we're doing right now. Oh yeah. Because if you gain the trust of their viewers, those viewers are going to come and watch you. So it's very important to network with people you're playing the same games with, and that's you probably already know that with like Discord servers and whatnot, or even Twitter. Well, yeah, I've done that with uh, a few other um, streamers where I end up jumping on for. Uh, a game show they're doing or a talking point i've jumped on their streams and done stuff which is really great because you bring in more conversation they get you get your viewer base you know people are exposed to you in a in a a safe environment i like to say you know they're not going out risking their time doing something out there meeting me that way so yeah i agree that's probably one of the easiest but one of the funnest ways to do it is just doing that and finding out these new connecting and building that community connection because then Every time you jump on that stream, oh, that's so and so from back then, or this is such and such. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's always kind of fun to do that. And that's one, I agree, that's probably one of the good ways to go with that. My uh, favorite one is getting told, hey, this is Hollywood Shuttle from Injustice. I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I got all my fame from. Yeah. The problem with me is I don't like networking with people because I hate most people I don't know, <laughs> or I'm socially enough when I don't know somebody. Whereas somebody with Jeremy, if he's like, hey, let's do this, you know, I'd be more willing to do that because I know. Yeah. You know, I make a great leader. I don't make a great follower. Gotcha. If that makes sense. It does. It does. Uh, no. And like uh, with the, you know, I appreciate you coming out and hanging with us and, you know, Jeremy finding, cause you, when we brought this up and say, hey, let's get some in, you know, interviews going and stuff like that. He's like, I got somebody right now I can bring up forward. I know he'll jump on here and talk. I'm like, all right. Oh yeah. My schedule's up. opened up. I don't work till 11 o'clock at home Depot anymore. So it's really easy to come on. Yeah, I heard heard that earlier. He said I brought that up. Um, so would you call yourself, I guess, because I asked Jeremy, you didn't really give me an answer because you did a lot of justice. You, you did make some money. You brought that up in justice. Um, we did. Are you, would you call yourself like a full-time content creator type person? Or are you? If this was five years ago, I'd say yes. Nowadays, yeah. no. Because... I kind of let that YouTube slide a little bit. So instead of making a couple thousand dollars a month or a thousand dollars a month, I make a couple hundred a month now. Mm. But that's mostly because I'm not putting in the work that I was. Okay. When it comes to content creating on that level, like how much work would you say if you had to give an example to it? Any 15 minute video, if you're doing good edits, takes about two hours of your time easily. Oh, so good. some of my content would be like hour long challenges. I really wouldn't do a lot of editing, but I'd use the rendering while sleeping because that would take like two to three hours to do. So time management is very important with YouTube videos. If you know something's going to take a long time, do it while you're sleeping. Do it while you're working. I was just going to say that. Was, and I was if you have throw remote that access to your PC, use that to your advantage. Upload videos or render videos. How much How much time he, he, he used to be editing videos like he'd be at work. He would, yeah, like, I got this be rendering. Yeah, like, I, I got this rendering right before i actually started streaming i would spend 
probably three, four hours a day making videos and then three, four hours a day grinding the game, but I wasn't streaming it. Nice, and man. I think by streaming the game, it kind of, you know, diluted my audience from that because now they just watch me on Twitch. They don't have to go on YouTube. So it's a really specialized thing. But you also have to give the viewers a reason to tune in. Yeah. And I think because I was one of the first people that actually covered a brand new IP that wasn't like mainstream, which a lot of fighting games aren't, I was able to capitalize on that. Yeah, I would think Injustice, yeah, with that where it was and how, yeah, that makes total sense of being able to pull that in quickly. So, And they haven't done an actual update on the mobile game that I made content for in probably four years. Like 2018 was the last time they really did a serious update. And does it still have a strong following then if it's about four years, five years? If I made content on it, yes. Okay. But really what's the point of playing a game that you can't actually do anything meaningfully? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I could upgrade more characters, but if there's no end game in sight, what's the point when you don't need anything? Yeah. It makes sense. It's not like it's a multiplayer game like Rocket League where you can just find two to three other people and just have fun or even a full squad. You know, Injustice is more of a single player game. So you have to really know what you're doing in order to get an audience and you have to get people to, you know, trust in, hey, this piece of gear is really good or, this team synergy is actually going to help you win a fight. I didn't think of that, so this is cool. I'm going to share it with my friends so they know what's going on. Yeah, and then and they say you've been doing content for four or five years. You know, they're going to have go-to people to go to for content. You know, they're not going to be looking elsewhere. They're going to go to me. Mm-hmm. So establish early. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's that's a solid point. Yeah, and if you can't, because Rocket League is an older game, consistency is key. Yeah, yeah. Have give people a reason to tune in, and not just be another person. Uh, which another game it, I'm looking forward to is Diablo Four. By the way, that's going to be a nice game. Even if there's going to be hundreds of content creators, that I'm not an established content creator. If I can find things to do, yeah, you know, there'll probably be enough in that type of game to to find a you know find something where you could do that and a lot of the thing too i'd have to cut into my streaming time like a lot of times it's just so easy to turn the camera on and stream whereas if i stay off of twitch and just make youtube content that would help too no. rather than just take a whole stream and throw it on youtube because that's lazy yeah <laughs> you probably want to watch a four four hour 42 minute video unless uh, it was injustice people actually did that yeah oh yeah, I use a, I use a, I do a lot of Warzone um, on my personal channel, and I, uh, just because I play with my friends and we joke around the entire time. Uh, but I end up most of my YouTube, or yeah, most of my YouTube is actually my Athenoscope uh, pulls that the robot pulls my own stuff and gets my clips for me, um, and creates a little video every once in a while for me. So it's my own personal editor that I pay nothing for. Um, so if you're looking for something like, I think they do. A lot of shooting games, a lot of first-person shooting games, but Athena Scope, it's a pretty cool program. Um, right, I mean, as long as it's the same genre, there's nothing wrong with branching out, too. Yeah. But, I mean, Call of Duty games last a year on average, except for the case of Cold War or Black Ops. Those last a lot longer just because they're better games. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to admit Warzone is not a great game, but it's 
I play because my friends are on it and we have a good time. And I know you guys are talking about being friends for like decades. I mean, I have friends on there from middle school, high school. I still hang out with on there. And um, sometimes that's more important than trying to be number one on any streaming or, you know, oh, no. yeah. because if you're not having fun, what's the point? Yeah. Sometimes so, it's more fun to just it, do things with friends. Yeah, like gets, Jeremy and I, we used to stream wrestling together yeah. once in a while or Injustice, the console version. Yeah, and, and you kind of get it kind of phony and people pick up on that crap when you're uh, just on there because you think it's a popular mm-hmm. game you got a shot at making it. You hate it. It just, it all comes to the surface. I just pretty much tell people when they join in, I'm like, hey, game's horrible i just like playing with my friends and joking around about the good old days and calling each other that's the important thing because then you won't get burned out if you're having fun yeah so the best thing to do is just enjoy what you're doing because if you're not enjoying it why are we playing it yeah 100 exactly yeah i think out of anything probably one of the weaknesses is i don't really like doing things with people Unless it's a co-op thing. And the problem with a lot of mobile games is a lot of mobile games, like even Marvel Contest Champions, yes, you do quests and stuff with multiple people, but at the end of the day, it's a single-player game. So there's no benefit for collabing with people other than if you're trying to steal their viewers or share your viewers. <laughs> yeah, because you're not really working with them on a real active basis. You're kind of like, here, let me use, give me some guys and I'm going to go off and do this. Yeah, it's like competition yeah. in a way. Yeah. The only exception might be Incursion in Marvel. That is co-op. Okay. And even that's something I've slacked on a lot. But and it's like a one for any game thing. is content. Yeah. Sweet. So what's like I'm trying to think. What's been the biggest surprise? Since you started streaming, or the biggest thing, or like the thing that just surprised you the most since you started streaming, or just content creation in general. Getting ten thousand dollars from Mr. Beast in twenty nineteen, streaming Raid Shadow Legends. Seriously. Yep. Nice. Like, I always thought that guy was kind of fake on that. Like, I was like, oh, oh that's it was legit. He, that 100% is percent legit. Wow. He even did a YouTube video on it. Yeah. And I That's... did one as well. <laughs> and yeah, so the money was legit. It never got refunded or nothing. So I can confirm Mr. Beast is a legit guy. That's... He probably gets so much money from sponsorships and ad revenue that he can afford to give away $10,000. So I curious, why did he give you $10,000? Like, what was the, did he caveat with anything or just he found you? No, instead he just of randomly gave it out. He does that to a lot of people. That's cool. I just know if you put like a note behind it, like, hey, this is, you know, like your content, here's 10 grand or. No, he put, I saw you streaming my favorite game, <laughs> you know, as a joke. Yeah. You know, a lot of people do stuff for attention and that's one way to do it. That's a lot of money though. Jeez. It is a lot of money. But <laughs> I was you like, know what? It paid off my laptop. It paid my phone off and some other stuff. So I'm not complaining. Yeah. I would say that's good. I mean, I just, to be in a position in my life to be like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down and just pick a random person and give them 10 grand. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, you also got to think if you're getting 10 million views on a video, you just made your money back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily. Not to of... mention sponsors probably gave half of that money to him anyway, so he's not losing money. A lot the of problem my kids. is most normal people can't do that. He's just yeah. lucky to be in that position. Yeah. A bunch, bunch of my kids watch that guy and 
bring them up a lot of times. I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. Sure. But then I was questioning if he's actually legit or not. So I can confirm he's 100% legit. That is amazing. Well, congrats on that. That's yeah. I got really lucky. And I wasn't even trying to get noticed on that. It just, I was randomly playing the game and all of a sudden he just popped up. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, so this weird. is fake. <laughs> no, I knew it wasn't fake because I know he's done that before because I've watched some of his content. Oh. I, it's just one of those things like, I can't believe this is actually happening to me. Like, what did you end up doing in that like moment? Like, like, did you just like all of a sudden like freeze or did you just, like roll with it or just kind of like, no, I was happy. Yeah. I was happy. I, I would have flipped over Obviously, my chair. Obviously, I'd have like a reaction, like, holy crap. Yeah. I would have flipped my chair over, but like, I don't, I don't know what to do anymore. So I don't think I gave as much of a reaction as some people do, but I also work out of a tiny room. So it's not like I can just jump out for joy. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, it was a great thing. It was yeah. definitely one of the highlights of my Twitch career. And regarding. You talked about earlier on about like how the payments and stuff work. Yeah. If you get more than six hundred dollars, I think you have to claim it on taxes on it. I think it's a ten ninety. Yeah. Or a W nine. It's one of those two. Yeah. If you keep so it low, it's taxable income. But unless you're making like tens of thousands, don't worry about it. It's not gonna yeah. be not gonna break the bank. Yeah. Yeah. I got you on that. You know, I my I've only pulled in in a year, maybe. Four hundred, five hundred dollars, nothing too insane. Right, uh, but as a side one, hobby, it's free money. Yeah, this, yeah. The school one, the only concern I have is it's evolving a school and nonprofit, and right, so bringing schools in to towards the school. Yeah, Look at this scammer. Yeah, <laughs> I can't put my name on it. You know, uh, I'm gonna see you on the news. Great. Uh, I don't know the guy. <laughs> I don't. Know. It's in Actually, bed by nine, and it's just me. Especially in Michigan, Livonia area, there's always you know, where we live. Uh, Detroit area, you got the problem with the people that the principals that uh, bought thousands of pencils, and they end up you know siphoning the money into somebody else's Uncle Jimmy's pocket, yeah. not to buy a single pencil. <laughs> Pure Michigan at its finest. Pure Michigan. Yes, quality for that. So many reviews when I was going through my education for that. Like, don't be buying pencils from Uncle Jimmy. And then not getting pencils for the school or buying textbooks from, you know, Aunt Paula. And here's another idea, too. Have you considered a Patreon as well? For what purpose? Just to have a donation area or? Um, archives for podcasts, for example, like once you get up to so many episodes. Oh. That way, like you get through, through what? for us on your. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you could get like exclusive content, like say maybe, you know, photos or, you know, special interviews that you don't find on the podcast. It's not a bad idea. Like, like extra side stuff. Potentially. I mean, it yeah. could go south and get no interest, but it's another avenue for revenue that a lot of people do. Hmm. Cool, cool. Okay, say this is like, I don't know how many episodes you guys are on, but say it's episode 10. Say like once you're on episode 100, you start putting episodes on Patreon and, pull, you know, giving people an incentive to subscribe to the Patreon. If they yeah, can't, gotcha. you know. Go back to the past. I, I or, some, some podcasts that I've, I've been a part of that do that. You go back yes. to the previous. Awesome. Or put those podcasts on like a couple of days early or a week early. 
when that we get way it's like exclusive content. Yeah, when we get Once to that high get... level there, Jeremy, that's what we have to do when we start doing like, you know, three weeks of advanced podcast and like right. <laughs> yeah. exactly. it's very easy to recall all that stuff in one day. Oh, that, yeah. that's have true. various topics on it. That's true. Just like I was thinking of doing wrestling podcasts now that my schedule's opened up and I don't work past eight o'clock. Because I was thinking of watching Monday Night Raw on Mondays. AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays and SmackDown on Fridays and possibly reviewing them. That'd be cool. I gotta say this much when we came to the podcast when Jeremy approached me with the idea of hey, let's do a podcast. I was like, oh, there's gotta be like a million of these out there. And really, there's not podcasting has been slowly been like waning, surprisingly, I believe. And then like, well, besides true crime and like yeah, you know those ones are like it's through the roof always. Yeah, but like gaming ones or like the stuff in this like in this av- avenue is actually very low in comparison to others. And I was like, all right, let's. Well, it. and a lot of it is just you know if you bring on guests or if you guys have different topics every week, something to keep people interested, or even yeah, just a general timeline of things, it'll definitely get viewers in for sure. Oh, yeah. And that's what. Like just it just goes your consistency. It's like it's a real, it's yeah. kind of fun to just kind of watch the project, just watch it evolve because it's like you get the you like I've met so many cool people just doing this and just getting that chance to you know work with Alex and do different things and just meet you know other people in person that I, I wouldn't have necessarily. So yeah, I think. I think, like he was saying, there's a good, like there's a niche for it, definitely. And if you yeah, can so make it, if you capture on subjects that people aren't talking about, yeah, it gives you a reason to tune in. And obviously, you're doing the right thing by advertising on Twitter. While you may not see results right away, the more popular and the more you do it, the more you will. So keep trying it. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate the, pet the important thing is word of mouth. Like the biggest problem for anything, podcast, streaming, YouTube videos. People need to notice you. If people don't know you exist, how are they going to find you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a very fair point. Because I, yeah, I see, uh, like I've I've just searching for different you know podcasts and stuff on different things. I've gone through so many things. It's like oh, I didn't. Like, I fall asleep to Jim Cornette every night. That kind of <laughs> freaking treasure. <laughs> and I'm a huge wrestling fan, so that's one thing. And because there's new stuff on wrestling every single week, for example, yeah, oh yeah, you know, you can get the juicy drama. And somebody like him has been around twenty, almost twenty years longer than me, so he can get all the juicy details from people like Jerry Lawler and all them that we have no idea about because we didn't grow up in that generation. Yeah, whereas they got to personally see them in their payday. Then you'll see their perspective and their knowledge because they were in in the ground in the field and all that stuff. So yeah, I'll give another example. Somebody like Maximilian, dude, who's been really big in the fighting scene. A new fighting game comes out, or even Sonic Fox. You know, those people adapt and change their game up by doing various other fighting games, and a lot of it is just keeping up with things too. Yeah, unless you have a really big cult following, sometimes it's good to shift focus every now and then, or even have like a dedicated like if you ever open up your your schedule for two days a week, you could have one day be the Rocket League and then one day you just pick a random person and have fun with. Oh yeah, on something. 
for that And that's one of my big weaknesses is outside of my buddy Vince that I do stuff with. I don't really collab with anybody because I hate a lot of people. I agree with you on that. I think it's one of my biggest weaknesses when I start thinking about my stream is I don't have I don't have a community like I don't have a Discord for my my stream because I never started one and I ended up kind of doing a collab Discord with the other group and that kind of is there working a little bit but it's not the same Discord as like another channel would have like this is my community of people we do stuff on here like I don't do any of that and I think that's a lot of my lacking is I don't have that option for like people that subscribe to my channel or follow me that I can do stuff with. Um, and it also comes down to time too, because yeah. you have to have the time to do that on top of your normal routine, unless that's all you end up doing. How did yeah, you build, time. how did you build yours up? I just tried to make content that was different. And I tried to be the first of the dance on a lot of stuff. So like if a new challenge and injustice came out, I did it immediately. I didn't wait. If a new gear came out, I found multiple ways to do it. And it's basically just finding a way to stand out. Like, the problem with a lot of games is that there's a lot of established content creators. So the best way you're going to get your content noticed is from something new. But if you enjoy something, you can easily make your content on that and pretend nobody else's content exists. Or <laughs> in the case of Rocket League, which is a totally different ball game than what I do, which is basically single-player mobile games, you have the option to collab with people. Or you can mm. just roll with the team and... You know, sky's the limit. But personal Discord servers or even just teaming up with, you know, the little group you got, definitely a good way to go. Yeah. And how I did think you... Jeremy's Discord, he's in mine. Yeah. I was going to say, how did you build up your Discord community so much as well? Because I was super popular on Injustice. Okay. So they just to my server for it. And it gives them a chance to hang out with me. They got questions. And you've seen that my Discord server has a bunch of different channels. So it's not yeah. just Injustice. It's Marvel Contest of Champions. It's Lost Ark. It's Borderlands. It's various fighting games like Smash, Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Soul Calibur, King of Fighters, Soul Calibur, Dead or Alive, Marvel vs. Capcom, Street Fighter. You know, it's just everything out there. Yeah. And then RPGs like Final Fantasy, Elder Scrolls, uh, Witcher and some other games. You know, it's great to have a bunch of categories because then you can buy Genshin Impact is another big one. Yeah, that's a big you one. Know. Yeah. And a lot of games, you just have to be original and obviously consistent. Cool. And that's one of the biggest problems working 2 30 to 11 is that the only time I could really do anything was at 11 30 at night. So a lot of people think I probably fall off the middle of the earth. Now, you're talking about consistency and scheduling and stuff like that. What, um, what days or times have you noticed like a different, like a certain time of the day or a certain time of the night work for you best? Well, when it came hour? to Marvel Contest of Champions and Injustice, it didn't really matter when I streamed. I pulled in a different audience. I felt like I had a better audience before eight o'clock with Marvel. With Injustice, it didn't matter. I got pretty much consistent viewers. But when it came to Marvel, I needed the Dashis. I needed the Curtises, the people in the UK. Yeah. And when it came to WW Mayhem, another game I created, that game is super popular in India. So the earlier you stream that, before like 3 o'clock or even after midnight, is when the most audience... And YouTube has those metrics. I don't know if Twitch does, where you can see where the majority of your viewers are. So if you publish your content around that time, 
cash in on when your channel is the most active. Uh, and that's when that you upload your videos. Is in yeah. And obviously on YouTube, you have the option to premiere as well. So you can actually chat with people while the video is live for the first time. Cool. And if you're a big enough YouTuber, you could also have it on subscriber only mode or member only mode for the first week. And then it goes open to the public if you get really big. But if you're not a huge streamer, you're a dick for doing that. Yeah. Because nobody's going to want to watch you. You got to get, yeah. There's all those things out there. You got to keep a balance on stuff. Like, what is the, when do we need to, you know, shift that over? Yeah. Um, but when I think of big, I think in, you know, you're pulling, you know, 45, yeah, thousand, you know, at least. <laughs> 4,500 viewers on a time frame or something like that. But you're, like, you're, I don't have to worry about you're pull, You're pulling in, you know, over, you know, in a live stream, you're probably pulling over, you know, 400 people to maybe a thousand people on yeah. an average. Then it's worth having some of that content. Like yeah. That, right? Yeah. When you're pulling over 500 people watching you on live, then yeah, that's a good conversation. When you're pulling well, you can 10, even have the VODs in that case, sub only. Yeah. That way, if you really want to watch the content back, then if you have that sort of fan base, you can get away with subscriber only vods yeah once you have that following so all right well i think that about wraps up questions i got do you, do you have anything else specific alex no i mean I, I always like to ask you know like where's your next avenue what's your next plans and then I always end you know what's that one i mean you pretty much said it multiple times but what's that one thing you want everyone to leave with when it comes to streaming and the content creator, what's that one thing you want to leave us? So where are you going? What's the next avenue path you thinking? And then what's that last thing you want to leave? Well, WWE 2K22 comes out March 8th. That's mm -hmm. probably when I'll be doing content on the most. And that's a game that you can definitely collab with. And that's also a game that you can kind of do your own thing with. So yeah. It's kind of nice because you can play those types of games with other people. I just hope net code is better. But yeah, community creations is big too. And I'm a big wrestling fan, so I'm hoping that revitalizes my channel a little bit. And it's also a great avenue when the pay-per-views come out because then you can talk about it live with your viewers as you're playing games. Well, but job. I'm what you would call a variety streamer. I don't have a set schedule what I do. Like Vince and I play like three or four different games a week, for example, and I'm always streaming on Twitch. So you can usually find me live at Twitch TV slash Hollywood Show Mill. YouTube is the same. And there's Discord links in the description for all that as well. But Jeremy, great guy. I've known him for many years. I've always said that I've wanted to do things to help him out. And sometimes it's hard with both of our schedules. But part of it is just like your Rocket League schedule. If we plan yeah. one day a week, kind of like I plan gaming within seven days a week, it can happen. It's just got to be consistent. And... It just benefits everybody in the long run. It ain't for my benefit. It ain't for your benefit. It's for our benefit. And that's the best way to grow. And then when we get that big 20, 30,000 people audience, we're going to be the legends. We're going to be the ones that they there come to. There you go. Love it. The best thing is consistency and personality, which if nobody's talking, I don't say anything because I'm not out to make fake conversation, but I know a lot of people have to do that just to get people tuned in. Yeah. To get conversation rolling. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I do that a lot. I just babble. The one thing I never try to be in my viewers is fake. 
I'll always respect them if they give out good things, but I'm not going to like talk about just random babbling. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And it's probably why a lot of people respect me too that actually know me on a personal level because I don't sugarcoat nothing. There you go. Absolutely. So awesome. And if I like you, I'll treat you like a god. <laughs> awesome. Good job with Jeremy. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm here. Well, all right. Well, I think that as I said, that concludes it. Um I'd say I don't have anything else to say except uh, you know, thank you for coming on. My pleasure. I'm glad we uh, were able to come on now. Yeah, same here. I'm glad everything worked out with the scheduling, just perfect with your, you know, your flips and shits and just being able to jump on. So definitely appreciate it, man. No problem. Anything for you, good sir. Awesome. Thank you. All right, Alex, you got anything else you want to leave the group with? Or? No, I think we did good. And I think it's like, you know, great, you know, we got some great information, some great thoughts to think on. And so like, we'll take it from there, I guess. And awesome. everyone have a good day, evening and enjoy the potatoes. Enjoy the potatoes. All right. Bye, guys. See you.